Chris and Company podcast. Today we have a very special guest on the show, my brother from another mother, Jonathan Hernandez, and the owner of Aceline Frenchies, producing some of the best quality French Bulldogs in the world. His uh, media is going to be Aceline Frenchies on Instagram, and then we'll talk about his online business a little bit later. So we're starting the show pretty, you know, 99 cents a kilo, a couple shots in, a little energy drink. Uh, we have uh, the baddest bitch here, bro, with us. She's snorting, if y'all can hear her. You'll, you'll hear it throughout the podcast. That or she's probably shitting on my, my floor. No biggie. <laughs> so how you doing today, Jay? Hey, man. How's it going, man? Uh, first off, I want to thank um, uh, Chris for having me on his uh, podcast. Like I said, this is uh, my second podcast ever um, doing. And, you know, I enjoy I enjoy, I enjoy, enjoy doing it. And like I said, thank you again for having me, man. I'm really uh, looking forward to... Um, you know, explaining my adventures and, you know, what all it took me to get to where I'm at now. You know, producing the baddest bitches. <laughs> Frenchies, Frenchies, you know, it was what I'm referring to. But, yeah, you know. Hey, man, it'd be like that. So, uh, now that this is your second podcast, were you, like, super nervous on your first one? Um, I didn't know what to expect. Honestly, like, you know, you I, I, at first I was trying to kind of, like, rehearse. But I, I, I was trying to rehearse for maybe 30 minutes. But then I said, really? fuck it. I said, fuck it. I was like, you know what? I'm going to just fuck it. let everything flow, you know, flow through my heart and just out my mouth, you know? That's literally what I was thinking. I was like, man, just, I'm going to just let it all, let it all out. I'm going to cry a couple <laughs> times, you know, we chill, bro. <laughs> no, but man, I'm not going to lie to you. That first podcast, first, first podcast that I did, um, the first two, three, four minutes, I was, you know, I'm I was kind of cl- clenching my cheeks, you know, <laughs> fucking making sure I said everything, you know, that I was supposed to. But um, I think after that, it was just easy, you know. Like, yeah. I was just, it was just, it was very smooth and everything was just coming out the way I wanted it to because I just let everything out, you know, through heart and I just didn't even think about it. I just let everything, you know. That's interesting because, I mean, I feel like when you talk about something that you're passionate about, it's, mm-hmm. it flows a lot easier Yeah, than yeah. That. I think at first I was just thinking about it too much. Yeah. You know you're what I mean? Rehearsing, you're like, damn, I, was like, I can't be saying this shit all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. All right, man. Let's get started. So uh, how did you come up with the, the name Ace Line <clears throat> in general? Man. Uh, so for the longest, I've had a passion for poker. Mm-hmm. I remember, um, you know, just a little side note. I boxed for uh, 12 years and um, I started at the age of six, seven, and I finished at 18. But, you know... Long story short, there was a big tournament that I had fought in, and I was 13 at the time. I lost, and um, I lost, and I was crying my ass off, man. I was crying my ass off. I didn't even want to stay. I didn't Did want to knock the fuck out. Or no, I just lost. Out or? I just lost by unanimous decision, and um, so yeah, so I lost, and I went to I went to my mom's car, and I cried my ass off, man. And I was just I told my mom I was like, man, give me the phone. And I just got on my phone and started um, playing on her app, one of her apps, and it was poker. And I think ever since then, I fell in love with the game. You know, even though I didn't know what the fuck I was doing, I just put all in, all in, all the time, all in. I lost all, like $100 on this poker account. But uh, yeah, man, after that, I, I fell in love with poker, and I always, you know, liked um, the Ace of Spades card. Okay. Ace of Spades card, man. That was, that was, you know, I just liked it. It just caught my attention the most, and, you know, I picked up poker seriously, you know. Later on in the future, and uh, yeah, I was like, you know what? When I was trying to come up with a kennel name, you know, a name for uh, my business, I just, you know, I was just thinking about different things, and you know, I finally came up with. Uh, at first, it was Ace Frenchies, and then you know, recently in two thousand twenty, 
uh, the end, towards the end, I uh, changed it to a Stein Frenchies. I just thought it had a better kick to it, mm. you know, just a little better sound to it. And, uh, you know, it. Um, I've got so many compliments. I've also changed my logo, too. You know, so uh, so when you uh, you know post uh, post on the, the page, I will show you my first logo compared to my last. My first logo was all over the place, man. It was a nice logo. I had somebody from California, you know, design it, and it was nice. But I wanted a lot more simplicity. You know, I I want I wanted more simplicity to my logo. That way, it can you know easier be easier um, be easily more easily put on uh, shirts. You know, merchandise. Anything, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I wanted to be more uh, worldwide and just, you know, right off the back, know what it is. Okay. You know what yeah. I mean? Just kind of like uh, the Nike sign, the Adidas so iconic. Symbol. Yeah, more iconic. Yeah, okay. I mean, that makes sense. Uh, funny you said about, like, your kennel name. It's like, if I were to name, like, a, a dog, like, kennel, I'd probably, like, Bad Bitches Only or something like that. That's uh-huh. what I would do. Yeah, you yeah. know, it, <laughs> that's not, not that, man, I'm going to lie. There's some people that come up with some nice, nice kennel names. Nice kennel What is your name. favorite one? Uh, there's one, um, I love Ace Line Frenchies the most. That's uh, my, I like that one. That, that one's my most, but there's this one that I heard, it's called, uh, The Franchise. Oh. The Franchise, man. Smart, yeah, dog. yeah, man. He's, uh, he's a good friend of mine. We're good friends. We did, uh, we actually completed a, completed a breeding together with, uh, my female and his male. Mm. And, um, yeah, so, uh, our pups are doing, uh, seven weeks. Seven weeks. Seven weeks. So, yeah, y'all stay tuned for uh, our other litter, but, uh. Yeah, so yeah, the franchise is a name I really, really liked and it's just so marketable too, you know? Yeah. So marketable, but man, it's already taken, but Ace Line French is a takeover though. You could beat his ass. Yeah. Ace Line French is uh it's gonna take over. So yeah, you know, we're still we're still working little by little. She's over there exploring uh, everything. Yeah, man. Trying to see what I'm she's gonna shit on next, guys. Yeah. <laughs> for, the, for the people. By the way, she shit it on uh Chris's uh floor. Like, like she, she, <laughs> she's over there really interested in my guinea pigs. It's it's a good time, man. You yeah. should get a Frenchie people if y'all mm-hmm. you don't want her to shit on your floor, yeah. fuck with your guinea pigs. It's it's great. It's awesome. like having a five year old child, I promise you. I fucking hate children, so oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's talk about um, talk about how you first started your business, bro. It's like, how did, how, what made you like want to breed dogs? So it's a piece, you know, it's like everybody has a different like hustle. You know, people that own like apparel, like your cousin Jerry owns apparel. What made you want to be like, I want to, it's artificially inseminate dogs for the rest of my life. Man, you know what, man? At first, and okay, so to be honest with y'all, at first, um. Jerry and I were going to start it together. Really? Yeah. Him and I were originally going to start the thing, you know, the business together. But, um, you know, he he got really busy with his apparel business. So, you know, he had to kind of like, you know, just move away from it and focus on the apparel business. Because that that's what was making him uh, his income at the time, you know, currently, you know. He was already making it. So, you know, and with dogs, it's a, it's a waiting game sometimes, you know. Yeah. It's a waiting game. You know, just you got to be patient, man. If you're not patient, then this is not for you. You know, same with a lot of different businesses, you know, you know, you're not going to make money right off the bat, you know, but like I said, when you, you know, when you wait, you know, all good things come to those who wait, to be honest with you. Yeah. Like I said, patience is one of the things you really need to, you know, just freaking master, to be honest with you. But, um, yeah, so I started with Jerry and, um, like I said, you know, he had to, you know, go, you know, you know, leave the bell business. Out. Yeah. He had to bail out, but I know he had. You know, he had his own things to do. But, yeah, man, I started doing that. Um, I bought my first female, then my second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh. And then after that, it was just, 
you know, litter after litter after litter after litter. But like I said, man, there was a lot of obstacles that I faced and a lot of bumps that I, you know, ran into. And, you know, it was hard, but... I mean, we're here now. I mean, we still take L's to this day, man. You yeah. know, we still take L's, you know. And you're always the student of the game. You're always, man, you're always yeah. learning from your failures, learning from your mistakes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what I created this podcast was to show the realities and the road, the rocky road. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people, I feel like entrepreneur is very glor- glorified now, mm-hmm. but they don't realize like how hard it is to make it. Because I remember... When you first started, bro, like, no one believed in you at all. Yeah. Your mom, your mm-hmm. uncles, your... No uh, one, dude. No, grandma, everybody, man. Everybody's like, oh, he's just... Uh, he's gonna fail. Yeah, they, they looked at me and were like... They are like, what the fuck are you doing spending, you know, at the time... They they, were, they thought $3,500 for a dog was a lot. $3,500 yeah. at the time. And I'm not saying $3,500 isn't a lot, but for a dog, I mean... Not yeah, a lot not of people, yeah, but I mean, for other people, you know, the sound of the idea of spending $3,500 for a dog is quite a bit, you know what I yeah. mean? So, you know, I mean, like I said, I really wasn't paying attention to anybody. I seen the vision, but the vision, the the dream, the, the vision that I had at first compared to now, oh man, it, the, the vision I have now is exceeds that vision that I had four years ago. So what was your vision back then and what is it now? I'm going to be honest with y'all. At first, my vision was selling dogs. Um, for any, from anywhere from like four to $5,000 each puppy at the time, you know? And, um, like I said, I didn't think, you know, the price would go above 5,000 and, um, yeah, man, I thought, you know, all litters would have anywhere from like three, four, five puppies, you know, the average, you know, three to five puppies, you know? And I thought it would make, you know, anywhere from like, you know, like I said, anywhere from 15 to $25,000 every litter, you know, that's, yeah. that was my original, um, vision. And I, at the time, I was like, man, you know, this could, you know, essentially be, you know, something and I would never have to, you know, you know, just result to anything else. You know, I, well, this is a stepping stone and I feel like that was a good place for me, you know, good, good, uh, just good stepping stone. And so then, um, like I said, with due time, you know, time went on, I seen, man, I've seen some crazy, crazy price dogs and man, that thing that just really opened up my eyes and just. Now I'm at where I'm at now, you know. Yeah. But like I said, we'll get we'll get to where, well to to my vision, you know my my current vision now, you know. Which is. Um, my current vision now is is a big difference now in price, you know. Now, um, currently selling uh dogs, I want to say pet. There's two different sides to purchasing a puppy. Whether you want to buy it uh as a pet and pet only, and when I say buy it as a pet pet only, the dog must be spayed or neutered within a certain age and uh-huh. yes certain age and i have a contract you know i have my attorney write it up and yeah you don't you really don't want to mess with the contract i mean it's 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 the contract for a reason a pub attorney ain't no joke bro. it's not yeah pub attorney ain't no joke i have good <laughs> i have three attorneys that over that, that reviewed that contract and they said it was airtight okay. you know so um so the pet price if you're looking at a blue puppy as a pet Six to seven thousand, and as is a pet. And if you're looking for a merle, ten to twelve thousand, and that's just as a pet. Now, if we're speaking uh, full rights, which means you have breeding rights to the dog, and when I say breeding rights, that means you are able to breed the dog. You know, you are able to breed the dog when it's of a when he or she is of age, and so those prices start at anywhere from fifteen to thirty thousand dollars at the moment. Yeah, fifteen to thirty thousand dollars at the moment. At the moment, from me. 
there's people selling dogs for forty, fifty thousand. And you know, I was mentioning to you, I was this close to purchasing a fifty thousand dollar dog this weekend. Yeah. I was this close, this close. But I just, you know, I have to play my cards right. You know, just I can't. I just gotta play play things right. You know, patience I don't. Patience game is very. Yeah, valuable. I gotta be patient. Although I wanted her right then and there, I just have to be patient, and my time will come. You know. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people. Uh, act on impulsivity mm, a lot, yeah. and then it ends up not being the best. Decision. Yeah, I didn't want to make an impulsive decision. I really did not, you know. So I'm glad I didn't, you know. And you, you know, you gave me, you know, your advice too. You gave me some advice, and I took that, you know, into consideration. And I really, you know, yeah. uh, consider, you know, really considered it. And uh, you know, I I made my decision, and I had to pass on the female. Yeah, you know, and you know, having that extra head to ask, like bounce ideas off of is very it's very valuable in that sense because a lot of people will act based on their gut um you know versus actually sitting down having that patient talking that's why especially for you as like being like uh my brother more than anything i was like i want to be that pain in the ass to like Mm -hmm. show you i was like look i i I like your head and like where it's at i was like and uh you're very optimistic a lot in a lot of cases, and I feel like I have to be that like the piece of shit that just puts you down. I was like, look, dog, I was, mm-hmm. here's what I think. I was like, you might not like it, but I was like, mm-hmm. it's what my opinion. Look, bro, no filter at the end of the day. Yeah, no filter, bro. Fuck, fuck, fuck a filter, bro. Yeah, you no, know, you have to. If you if you're my if you're my brother, bro, you have to have no filter with me, bro. You tell me how it is, bro, because I don't like sugarcoating anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'll tell you how it is. If it's a bad idea, I'll tell you it's a bad idea. And if you think it's a bad idea. Come here. Yeah. Sorry, my daughter's... Uh, my daughter, Riri. Bitches uh, be crazy. Yeah, she's acting a little crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So like I said, man, you know, like I said, uh, you know, you as my brother and, you know, my close friend, my, my family or, you know, Jerry, my cousin, you know, I want no filter, man. I want y'all to tell me how it is. If y'all think I'm doing something wrong, hey, man, lay, lay, lay it on me, man. Tell me how it is. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Same same goes with you. If I think, you know, you're doing something that you shouldn't be doing or you have an idea and I don't think it's the best idea, I will tell you, man. I'm like, man, look, really take sit down and take the time to think about it, you know? Yeah. You know, you got to think about shit before you do it, man. Yeah. Really. Because, like I said, I made impulsive decisions where I got, I got fucked, man. <laughs> like, I, I, I took a big, I've took I've taken big hills. Big hills I recently took. And I just, you know, it, it's hard, man. But like I said, it happens. You know, it's yeah. way like way life, way business. Life's a gamble, dog. You never Bro, know it's a gamble, happen. man. No, hey, no risk, no reward, man. Yeah, no gamble, no you, gamble, man. no future either. Yeah, you know, true. at the end of the day, man. You know, it, it's it's okay to you know play safe, but man, like I said, in poker too, the the players that play uh, that play loose, and when I say loose, risk they risk a lot. Loosey Yes, though the those are the ones that make the most money compared to conservative conservative and tight players they can be on the table for 24 hours man and make nothing yeah they you know they stay at the same position they're at man just but you got to take risks man you got to have the balls and you know just like in life man you know yeah. you can't hold back and you have to man just let it let it loose man i've always loved the meaning that you can get out of like something so simple not saying poker is simple like something from a game, you can kind of uh, apply to your real life, man. which is very cool. It is, man. It really, really is, man. You know what I mean? But like I said, man, that that, that, that game poker, you know, it taught me a lot. And um, 
Yeah, you just kind of like you said, it plays it plays roles in life. You know, it, you it kind of resembles life at sometimes. You know, yeah, at, at times, man. But other than that, though, um, so yeah, so back to uh, our vision, my current vision. Yeah, that's that's my current vision right now. And um, you know, we pass up on that fifty thousand dollar female, and um, you know, like I said, we got big plans. We have big plans, man. We have big plans, and um, you know, eventually, I'm not saying my goal is to sell a, you know, six figure friendship because I've seen. Some Frenchies sell for six figures plus, you know, yeah. $100,000 plus dogs. That's crazy, Puppies, dude. yeah, you know. And um, I'm not saying that's my goal, but I will get there, you know. Yeah. My, like I said, I didn't start this because it's for the money. At first, I'm not going to lie to you, I did. But, at, I, you know, when ti- as, time, as time went on, I consider myself a scientist now. And I really want to produce the best quality dogs in the world, man. In the world. You know, it, it, for what I think, you know, you know, in, in my in my point of view, you know, because everybody has a preference, you know what yeah. I mean, you know. But my my preference, I really want to come very close to perfecting my idea of a perfect built quality Frenchie. And I also wanted to give the audience some insight. He has a degree in Frenchology, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. We started in uh, January of twenty sixteen, so we hit the four year mark. Oh shit. Yeah, we hit the four year mark in um in January. January seventeenth, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so uh, a little over a month ago we hit a four years. Congrats, man. Yeah. Most businesses don't make it to that yeah. five year mark. So I mean you're already yeah. right there. Yeah, I'm right there, man, and it's only getting it's only getting bigger, man. Twenty twenty was a huge year. Yeah. Twenty twenty is twenty nineteen was the was the year I finally broke through. Twenty twenty was the year I made a statement in twenty twenty one. Uh, we, 2021 didn't go, didn't start off the way we wanted to. Um, like I said, no filter, man, to be honest with y'all. Um, I had, um, uh, a litter. Her name is, uh, Gaga. She had a litter of eight puppies and I been said it before that that litter was going to take me to the next level. She was pregnant. Very, very pregnant. Big. And, um, uh, she like had, a bowling ball. yeah, you seen her. Yeah. Yeah. I would post about her, you know, Gaga and Riri, you know, those are my two main girls and Riri's here with us. Because she's her temperament's real cool compared to Gaga. You know, Gaga's an animal, man. She's a crackhead. She's a crackhead, man. <laughs> <laughs> no offense to all the crackheads out there, but... <laughs> hey, bro. Talk <laughs> 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 all the shit to the crackheads you want. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, um, so, yeah, man, we had a litter of eight puppies. But the downside of that is... Uh, she uh, she had her puppies four days uh, early, and I don't know if y'all know, but uh, Frenchies, um, when they're pregnant, they're pregnant for, from anywhere from 58 to 62 days, oh, and shit. yeah, so it's very, very, very short uh, short time span, and um, so yeah, so she had her puppies, uh, I think day 54, I believe, mm. and man, it's, it way it's way behind, and uh, the, puppy, the, the puppies don't develop, fully develop their lungs for the last 24 hours, oh. so... It's really crucial, like really crucial, and like it just depends, you know. And all my dogs require C sections too, you know what I mean. The 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 puppies' heads are too big to come out of the mom's, you know, vagina, and so you know it's it's a risk, you know. I've heard stories, you know, uh, Frenchies dying because they're trying to naturally push out their babies and they just give up and they pass out and never wake up, you know. That's sad. So I require, yeah. So I require C sections, and I don't recommend anybody trying to let their French bulldog, uh, you know, give birth naturally. So it is a science at this point because you're genetically engineering a dog yeah, to yeah. look a certain way. Mm-hmm. And they, uh, you also have to artificially inseminate all of them, right? Yeah, artificially inseminate all of them. Or uh, there's this thing we call TCI. You know, oh, that's the one with the camera, right? Yeah, it's a camera. Yeah, it's a tube. It's a, it's a, it's a, a metal tube and it has a camera 
at the tip, and it shows you, you know, where you're at. So we, uh, this is the butthole, bro. This is the butthole, is the vagina. So, so we, uh, so yeah, we we sticking inside, and uh, we were able to see, uh, see the whole view inside, and we dropped the uh, the sperm all like right on top of the eggs. Oh really? Yeah. So then uh, she's more likely to get pregnant by that compared to an AI artificial intelligence. So what's the percentage of pregnancy versus like AI versus? How many people normally do three AIs? You know, three? yeah, three in a row. Holy yeah. So shit. so let's say uh your dog your dog ovulates on a Monday, like the highest peak. Mm-hmm. So you would do it like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, or Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday around there. Some so, somewhere in that sense, you know. But for TCI, one and done, baby. Right. One and done. I do that. Just one and done. Just like your daddy. Just like my daddy. Just one and done, man. Just like... <laughs> yeah, but one and done. And uh, yeah, that's typically what I do, Ben. And I'm not going to lie to you. Um, <clears throat> TCIs, I've probably done anywhere. I've probably done 20 TCIs. Oh, shit. 20 TCIs. And I'm not going to lie to you. I've probably missed two times. Oh shit! Two so three times, two three times, yeah. It's like a ten percent, uh, yeah, percentage of them getting pregnant, uh, yeah. not getting pregnant. Yeah, and uh, that's AI, pretty good. Yeah, I like TCIs because I just don't like constantly sticking something in the in the good the, the, the females, uh, my female dog's vagina. I three times I think is enough, you know. So that's why I do do one one and done. You know, okay. if she gets pregnant, she gets pregnant. If not, then it wasn't meant to be. Yeah, you know, it really wasn't meant to be. But um, so yeah, so. Like I said, back to, um, you know, Gaga, you know, she had her puppies four days early and the puppies, I thought the puppies were okay, but when they came out, they weren't fully developed. The faces weren't fully developed. You can tell they were very premature and, um, one by one, they all started falling down. They all, you know, they one, one by one passed away. Uh, so she started, she pushed out too naturally. The first one, oh, yeah, I, I woke up in the middle of the night and I had to check on her. And like I said, this is four days before she was supposed to have her babies. You know, one was out, you know, hanging from her vagina and dead, you know. And automatically I knew that puppy was dead. And a few hours later, she pushed out another one, which was alive, you know. We kept that one alive and uh, we took her to her for emerg- an emergency C-section and we put out six more. Oh. So, and uh, they all came out, but I just could tell right from the get-go, you know, some of them had blood coming out their mouths, and it just wasn't, it wasn't a pretty scene for me. And I was really stressed, man, but I thought I'd be able to pull pull through, you know, and have them all survive, but aside from the first one that didn't make it. Yeah. But uh, they all, you know, dropped one by one by one. Uh, once, one, one of them, I think one hour, three of them dropped at the same time. Three or four dropped. At Wait, the same so time. why were they dying? Because they weren't fully developed. Uh, they weren't fully developed, man. Just weren't strong as strong as they should be. And um, yeah, man. Like I said, man, we took a big L, man. And I still, I still hurt from it a little bit. But like I said, man, like my brother, you know, Chris, and you know, cousin Jerry, and you know, my family just told me to keep my head up, man. And like I said, there's plenty more, plenty more coming. And, you know, things could always be worse, man. She could have, Gaga could have passed. Yeah. You know, and I would have, man, I would have dropped dead, man. I would have dropped dead. But, you know, thank God she didn't pass. And, you know, unfortunately, the pup, any none of the puppies made it. But, man, like I said, we're coming back already, you know? Yeah. We're coming back, man. I feel like it's important to have that mindset, too. Is like, even though you took this L, you know, we, it could have been a lot worse. And we have a lot more room to grow. We have a lot of floors to push through, like the Kool-Aid man. You just keep on going through those through those walls, baby. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, what constitutes, like, a $100,000 dog versus, like, a $5,000? Like, what is... Is it structure, or, like, how does that... How do you get those prices? Man, there's... There's a variety of, 
um, reasons and, you know, that distinct, you know, the two different prices, you know, you know, those are strictly just as a pet, you know, but I'm currently working on, um, not selling any dogs as pets anymore. You know, I'm, uh, I might focus on just strictly selling just to, to breeders. I'm not too sure, you know, cause I do love making families happy. You know, they have no intention of breeding. So I think I'm going to have two different uh, sides to it. You know, some specifically for uh, selling his breeding uh, rights with breeding rights and some just as a pet, you know, for families, you know, because I want to make both parties happy, you know. Yeah. But um, so different to ten like a $5,000 dog is, um, like I said, the structure. Um, typically, a $5,000 dog would get you a pet quality uh, uh, dog. So that means the dog is, you know, you know, decently built for the most part. It may not have the shortest back, may not have the biggest head. I'm gonna just start off with the hundred thousand dollar dog. Let, yeah, me, let, let me let me put it that way. Okay, so a hundred thousand dollar dog, we're talking a very short back. We're talking very thick, stubby legs. We're talking big, massive head, short ears, very compact ropes all over his or her face. What's a rope? A rope is um. Let me show you. It's over there sleeping. Okay, you you see, oh, okay. okay. It's kind of like the the wrinkles on yeah, it. Right? The, yeah, the wrinkles. Yeah. We're talking about, but there's dogs that have big ropes though, like all over their face. Oh, and okay. then their forehead, you know, that. And also color too has a lot to do with it too. You know, yeah. uh, blue, merle, you know, lilacs, typically the most expensive. Lilacs are the most expensive? No, blue, merles, and lilacs. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, so also too, um, the name, the bloodline. The bloodline plays a big, big role. And I've told you, you know, this before, you know, there's Grinch and there's Seuss, you know, there's there's a lot of different bloodlines, but I, in my opinion, Grinch Grinchies is probably the, the, the biggest uh, the biggest uh, bloodline out there and the most expensive, you know, and uh I'm not gonna lie, I have like I said, I have uh, a bit of Grinch line in my bloodline and like I said, I'm trying to bring that bloodline out, you know, I'm trying to bring it out and show it out more. And uh, but yeah, so like I said, the, the 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 structure, the head, body, you know, bloodline, um, color, all those play into effect on the hundred thousand dollar dog. Okay. You know, and compared to just a pet quality dog, you know, <clears throat> just a friendly looking dog, you know, um, you know, it doesn't have to be the uh, shortest back, you know, it could be a little longer, you know, longer muzzle, you know, just things like that. It's funny because like my dog is the opposite of that. I have a corgi for the audience out there. And boy's built like a fucking hot dog. I was like, it's fucking long as shit. <laughs> he's, a, he's, a, he's a dachshund with, uh, with long long hair. Yeah, exactly. I mean... He's a dachshund, dachshund with long hair. It's funny because like, he sits, but he sits on his side. I was like, because he he can't sit up straight up. His legs are so long. Or his uh, body is so long. So it's like opposite of what... He was like, when I saw um, Riri, I was like, man, this bitch compact, bro. Yeah. She feel like the owner. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> Because for the audience out there, Jay is uh, like 5'4". Five, 5'7", five five oh, bitch. 5'4", <laughs> like 225 pounds. Yeah. So he's pretty compact. So uh, when I saw that, I was like, it's funny because they say dogs um, represent their owners. So it's like yeah. when I saw that, I see, I see Jay and it's like, uh, yeah, he's a little bougie. Uh, <laughs> he has a couple of ropes on his face. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. all right. So let's bring it back, bro. Let's... Um, how did you like when how did you think about doing French what like what made you Frenchies, you know? Uh so um the trend, man. The trend. You have to uh you know, keep up with the trend, man. At the time I believe Frenchies was the French Bulldog, you know, the, the actual proper name, uh French Bulldogs 
on the most on the list of most popular uh, dogs was I believe at the time I think number nine. Oh shit! Number nine. You have all breeds. I think now it's number two or three. What's number one? Uh, it's, it's, it's a golden retriever or a Labrador. Either uh, one. It's either okay. one of those. So I always forget. You know, yeah. Labrador or golden retriever. Those are number one. Basic bitches. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. But um, so yeah, so yeah, I I really was thinking about that. Also, too, you gotta think about how small my dogs are. You know, compared to those big dogs. Yeah, this and, is like an apartment dog. You yeah, can, yeah, it's very convenient. Space. You know what I mean? Convenient yeah. and um, yeah, like I said, you know, it was it, it honestly at the end of the day it was either between. Uh, French Bulldogs or English Bulldogs, ah, you know, and I like English Bulldogs a English lot. Bulldogs are they cool. are they are sick and yeah. lazy, and you know I love that. You yeah. know the temperament's awesome, but I was like, you know, man, I feel like uh, I feel like uh, French Bulldogs have you know less problems. You know, I've never really had problems with my dogs, um, but yeah, so you know, I I ended up choosing just French Bulldogs. Just I like the look too. You know, yeah. very you know like I love the look. Um, you know, very trending. It's very trendy, and yeah, so. That's why I ended up choosing French Bulldogs. Oh, okay. And uh, you said that you spent like 3600 on your first dog, right? Um, I spent $3,500 on my girl, uh, Willow. Her name is Willow. You know, she, uh, she's retired now. Rest in peace. No, she's retired. <laughs> she's retired. He takes him out to the woods. He's like, all right, you've been a good dog. Right? Take, care, <laughs> Take care, baby. <laughs> no, but uh, she's retired now. You know, she gave me uh, three um, very nice, quality, healthy litters. And yeah, like I said, that's my, that's my first princess. But uh, she's good now. She's, you know, she's living her best life now. Okay. And so where did you even find the money to be like buying dogs like that initially? Especially like, because... Most businesses have a like you know a good amount of startup costs. So it's like yours is a lot more. Like so, I started my candle business with like uh, maybe a thousand dollars. You started with like triple, almost quadruple, like what I spent. How did you get the funds initially? Um, so this is uh, something that most of y'all don't know. This is a Chris and Company exclusive. Uh, yeah. Um. The first the first podcast that I did, I did not mention this. So um. <clears throat> So, okay, so I'm kind of just backtrack. Um, so I was, uh, I was, give me, what was it? I graduated high school. I was uh, 17 and um, I, I uh, went to college, you know, I went to college. I was, I didn't have very much money. You know, I was barely, you know, tr- I was trying to get Scared through school. My, yeah, yeah, I was trying, yeah, you know, tr- trying to eat hot and spices every day. You know, the dining... Uh, that, that shit be good, bro. Yeah, man. You know, I was eating them... Like, five of those hoes, I'm like, are we good? I was eating them $1.05, $1.05 cent hot and spicy at the time. You know, um, so yeah, I was, you know, doing that, going to school. And what was I working? Um, Discount, wasn't oh, it? No, 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 no. I was working at this place called Wonder Wild. What's that? Wonder Wild. It's, a, it's a, like a... It's like a, a, a Chuck E. Cheese times, like, more bougie. Oh, really? Um, like more obstacle courses. Oh, shit. Yeah, cool. you know, man, for for an hour and a half party, they charge $500. Holy shit. Yeah, so, but yeah, I'm just, you know, I, I was working there, and then from there, I got uh, I got fired. <laughs> I don't want to say why, but... You don't I, want to tell I, us I don't what? want to say why. I got fired. He's probably, like, messing with some chick, bro. Nah, 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 nah. I got fired, and then I moved to... Um, Discount tire. <clears throat> I had many jobs, man. I'm not gonna lie. They're from uh, 2014 up until 2000. 
the the beginning of the summer 2016, I was I had I kid you not eight jobs. Oh shit. Seven to eight jobs. Kid you not. God damn. Yeah, man. It, it, I just I this is this is where I knew I was like, man, I was like, nothing is working for me. I don't like this and that. Keep in mind, I was still in school. You know. Yeah. I was still in school, and I was like, man, I I, I was just going to school just you know for the hell of it. You know. Yeah. You know, trying to get you know trying to you know get my uh, degree in uh, construction management, which I didn't complete. You know, I got my associates, but you know, like I said, you know, things happen for a reason. So, so at one point, I was, I was uh, 19 years old. This is in 2016. I quit my last job, and I was, like I said, 19. I had 60 dollars to my name. I had um, a car which I was five payments behind on. Shit. Yeah, they were sending me emails. Uh, you know, my e- email and uh, also they were sending me uh, mail. You know that they were, yeah, they were they were trying to they were trying to tow my car, and I would have to keep it in my garage, unfortunately, just because I didn't want them to take it. You know, because if they took it, then how would I be able to move around? You know, yeah. And so, man, um, it was really hard at the time, and uh, I just my last job, I almost got in, I almost really almost beat my 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 supervisor's ass. Like he bucked up to me, man, and like I said, I was finna put these twelve years of boxing experience into use, man. Right, give him that check. Yeah, I'm finna check hook the one two three uh, one two uh, Mayweather. <laughs> I finna get that one two Mayweather one two three McGregor, but um, so yeah, at the end of the day, uh, I quit, and um, so like I said, I was really really uh desperate for money at the time, and um, I uh came across um uh, a guy at the time, and um, I was doing some swimsuit uh swimsuit uh modeling at the time and i wasn't getting paid <laughs> you know paid. i wasn't getting paid you know my the, the guy who was telling me he was like this could lead to opportunities for you to get paid and like i said uh i just said fuck it. you know i had nothing to lose man i had nothing to lose you know i had yeah. 60 50 60 dollars something like i had nothing to lose so um this one guy that i was doing the swimsuit uh, uh modeling with he was like he said you should come work with me and i was like what do you work at and he was like um i'm a stripper and I was like, okay. And I was like, what are you? Uh, like, I'm are interested. You? And I know. Because like, he was a big guy. So I was like, are you security guard? He's like, no, I'm a dancer. And I was like, where do you dance at? And he was like, um, I dance at this place called Tony's Corner Pocket. And that's in Houston, by the way, guys. Um, so. You want to visit Jay? <laughs> nah, nah, those days are behind me. But um, so, yeah. So uh, I, um, I started, I started stripping, you know, I was. I became a male entertainer. Now I became a male entertainer, Magic man. Magic Mike, this whole Magic Mike. Actually, I did everything, man. I did everything, and um, <clears throat> so yeah. So I danced from twenty uh sixteen up until twenty twenty. You know, oh, but shit. four years. Yeah, four years, and you know, as long as you ever held a job up. The longest I've ever, <laughs> you know, what that's crossed my mind many times. I'm like, damn, this is the longest I've ever had a job for. <laughs> you know, but uh, so yeah, man. So I, I uh, that's actually how I uh, gathered my money, and um, you know, I saved, saved, saved because I had never seen money like that. You know, never how seen much money. You making. Um, <clears throat> I was 19 at the time. I was making anywhere from like, like 12 to 1600 bucks a week. God damn. Yeah, I mean, at 19, I was doing 12 to 1600 well, I'd be happy with that. It was like for a month, dog. <laughs> 12 to $1,600 a week, man, was not bad for me, man. I, and I was, honestly, I was working, let's see, probably like 20 to 23 hours a week. Oh, shit. You know, That's... put that in, you know, just get, 
put that in your head, you know, I was working on many hours. It were yeah. there were night there were all night shifts, but I mean hey, you know, it's better than working forty to fifty hours for, You didn't work till five in the morning though, right? No, nah, I worked till uh, two AM. See that's not bad. You know, but still I would still be tired, man. You know, yeah. you know they and I, your cheeks out. I mean, it'd be it'd be kind of hard, dog. Man, dancing is harder than you people actually think. It's more tiring than people actually. It's pretty technical. Yeah, yeah. It's just you know, it's just it's very repetitive too. But hey, I mean, it pay the, it pays the bills, man. Why don't you dance like Magic Mike? Yeah, and, man. You know, do a little extra after for the show. Twenty dollars. Twenty dollars. Twenty dollars. Twenty dollars. The day. But uh, so yeah, man. So so yeah, I uh for all the other know you know I danced and uh, you know. I'm not afraid to, you know, say it. You know, I danced, and uh, you know, I really feel like dancing opened my eyes, man. It really made. It sounds crazy, but stripping really made me who I am today. It so? boosted my confidence like you have no idea. It really did, man. Like people worshipped me like a god. They really did, man. And I had never had that, you know, growing up. You know, I was always a short kid. You know, very are, yeah, <laughs> five seven, I guess, average average height for an uh, American. It's Mexican age. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, so uh, so yeah, man. You know, I guess growing up, I never had any of that attention. You know, other than in boxing, but no attention from anybody, man. But yeah, so dancing really, really made me who I am today and uh, opened my eyes to many, many things. So yeah, man. So I that's how I gathered my money to buy a Frenchie and um. Yeah, we just kept buying more after that. So after a while, you know, um, I had my first few letters, and nah, you know, that's all she wrote. To be honest with you, damn. So we could attribute Ace Line French today to Tony's corner pocket over there. Yeah, man. You know what? I appreciate you, Tony's corner pocket, because that place would always be home, man. That place really did get me out of a, get me out of a shithole, man. <clears throat> it really did, man. Like I said, I was, man. To I, for many, many of you, I have. You know, many of y'all know what it's like to, you know, be rock bottom, man. I hit rock bottom right before I, da- right before I started dancing, man. I guess I don't even know why my girlfriend at this time was with me. I had nothing to offer, man. I had nothing to offer, man. So all you had was the spicy chicken sandwiches, spicy chicken sandwiches, and you know, so a few other things. But other than that, that was it, man. Like I said, I just, you know, I really felt like a loser at the time, man. It was really, really dark, dark place. I felt useless. Worthless, but you know, like I said, you know, like I said, with due time, you know, patience, you know, patience, patience, you know, and I actually did something I was good at, and like I said, I did it for four years straight, and like I said, I'm now I'm glad I'm I'm finally glad to call it quits and you know part ways with that you know industry and you know we're off to bigger and better things. Does it feel bittersweet leaving like the place you worked at for so long? Um, yeah, man, I did. It 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 felt really bittersweet, you know. I just, you know. Seeing a lot of people that I used to, you know, you know, dance for, and I was, it, it, it really, it really did. I really did meet a lot of good people, man. a lot of good people that, a lot, of, a lot of them genuinely cared for me and not only wanted to get in my pants. You yeah. know what I mean? You know, and uh, I did build a lot of good friendships through there too. And uh, yeah, man, like I said, it was really a, a really good four years. And like I said, what a run it was, man. What a one was, but like I said, we're off to bigger and better things, and man, I'm excited for the future, man. Like I said, uh, tomorrow also, by the way, I'm tomorrow I'm leaving to Portland, Oregon, to pick up uh, two puppies for my partner. Um, I have a uh, partner in Portland, Oregon. Shout out to uh, JJ. Uh, his kennel name is Dubline Dubline Frenchies. You know, you can find him on Instagram. And uh, yeah, you know, he's my partner's. Uh, we co-own a few dogs together, and when I say co-own, we both have fifty percent ownership in a dog. 
So we have, I think, four females together. Diamond, Nebula, Dolce, and uh, Chanel. Okay. You know, so we call them four dogs together. And, um, so yeah, like I said, we always, you know, help one another out. And I have my own dogs, you know, 100% that I own. But, yeah, like I said, we call him for a dog. And he's doing it big also, man. He's doing it big. So, yeah, I go to Portland, Oregon um, for two, three days, pick up two dogs, bring them back. They're already sold here in Houston. So, yeah, I just got to pick them up, bring them back, and um, sell them and collect the money. That's pretty much it. Easy process. So, um, initially, starting out with your first dog, Willow, how... How was that first process of like, you know, breeding, like seeing like the nitty gritty details of like what went into breeding dogs and like, how did you feel after that first experience? Man, dude, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing at first. I, at first, you know what it was? I made an impulsive decision. I didn't know what I was really getting myself into. I really right. didn't. I really didn't. I thought it was easy. I didn't think, I, I, I thought, you know, I thought everything was, man, I thought, I really thought it was easy, man. I really thought it was going to be easy, you know, just breeding dogs selling puppies that's it no there's a lot more a lot more obstacles you know that are hidden that people don't really see that, that don't know that, I, that that don't know what I go through you know yeah uh, they really don't know what I face you know and like I said I've told you I had I lost an eight and you know eight uh, eight uh, yeah eight pups litter you know eight puppy litter and like I said essentially I lost not lost but like I missed out on like 70 to 80 90 grand you know with, God damn. You know, I lost seventy to ninety grand, you know, in that in that in that eight litter, uh eight puppy litter loss. But like I said, it's all good, man. Like it's we're coming back, but um I didn't know what else I didn't know what I was getting myself into, but um I learned on the way and I just learned to accept it. I learned to accept that I was like, man, I got myself into this, you know, and I gotta not get myself out, but adjust and cope with all these things. Yeah. You know what I mean? You started uh when you were at your mom's house, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I uh I started when I was at my mom's house, and um, man, boy, she hates dogs. <laughs> she hates dogs. Now she doesn't hate dogs, but she just hates uh, the smell. She hates poop. She hates pee, you know. And um, oh, yeah. this boy getting another shot out. Yeah, another tequila, you know. Uh, that 99 cent tequila, be smacking, bro. Yeah, that's your 99 cent tequila bottle. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> He's just drinking it, bro. <laughs> but um, I hit my my thing. Yeah, but um. Yahweh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man. Uh, what was I saying? Um, how your mom hates dogs. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. She just doesn't like you know the the, the smell and all that stuff. And uh, yeah, she didn't like it. But like I said, but she was one of the. You know what? I'm not gonna lie. My mom, she was never against it because she. My mom was always my number one fan, man. Really? She was the number one fan. You know, believe it or not, she was my number one fan when I was stripping. Really? She would come she, and give you dollars? No. She was just, she just, when I came home, she would be like, all right, how much did we make? You know what I mean? I gave her a little bit, you know, to let her treat herself, you know, by doing her nails and hair or, you know, going out, taking her out to eat, you know, yeah. doing things I could have, I could yeah, doing things I couldn't do when I was, you know, employed by a regular uh, company, you know? But like I said, man, um, so yeah, so, uh. Man, I lost my train of thought. What were we talking about? <laughs> After that shot, bro, you didn't know what the yeah, hell was going yeah, on. Yeah, it was too good, man. Too I'm good. drunk, dog. Yeah. <laughs> but, so, uh, I think we're oh, talking yeah. about your mom. Yeah, my mom. Yeah, yeah, she, yeah, she, uh, so yeah, she, uh, she didn't like having the dogs at the house, man, but, um, you know, she seen, she seen my mom see my, all my struggles. She seen all the things I went through, but from losing puppies to not being able to sell puppies. You know what I mean? Man, I don't know which one was worse. They were both yeah. really bad. 
They were both. I think essentially uh, losing puppies worse because it just broke my heart. Yeah. But you know when you raise puppies and you're not able to sell them because people don't want to pay what you think they're worth, man. It's like them like depreciating. You know your your uh, your your. Your your, your product, yeah, 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 like, product, yeah right? your product, and and I'm not saying my dogs are a product, but at the end of the day, they're still considered a product, you know, because yeah, people, a commodity. Pro- yeah, they purchased them, you know, but yeah, man, you know, some things that work hard for and they appreciate the value, nah, man, you know what I mean? Yeah. They, they, you know, they they look Especially down. Especially like, sure, five thousand dollars seems like a lot, but you also got to think in the sense of like the breeder of like how much struggle they spend, how many letters they had to do to get there, mm-hmm. how how much they how long they had to raise them for, how much mm-hmm. they had to raise them on. It all makes sense when you put it into in perspective of like the nitty gritty details of what that breeder had to do to get to that five thousand dollar dog. Cause mm-hmm. you probably spent a lot more than that with all the times. Well, man, I, I cut my cost down. Uh, I'm not saying I cut corners, but I, I I brought my cost down significantly. So between you know you and I, I uh, I typically spend with the C section, the vaccines. Uh, the prenatals and the uh, nursing vitamins, I typically spend probably no more than a thousand dollars. Okay. Maybe I want to say honestly, probably like eight hundred, eight hundred dollars yeah. at most. But sometimes, um, I pay for stud fees sometimes because I have my own studs and my partner has his own stud too that I can use. And you're a stud. We're both our studs. <laughs> you know. Uh. So. So yeah. So typically, you know, eight hundred dollars. Excluding the stud fee, you know, if I, but if I decide to get one, man, stud fees can go anywhere from twenty five hundred to ten thousand dollars, sometimes twenty thousand dollars. Damn, so twenty five hundred dollars just for sperm. Yeah, sometimes God, twenty damn. twenty thousand dollars for sperm. And I give these bitches uh my sperm for free, bro. What the fuck? <laughs> be man, these next hosts. time charge, man. Especially <laughs> if it's man, you know, like you said. So, so yeah, man. They, you know, just a lot of things play into it, you know, but like I said, I'm going to be honest with you, I think the biggest thing in uh, breeding is time. I, I really think you cannot put a price on time. Yeah. You really cannot put a price on time, man. You know, like I said, we can control almost anything, everything except except time. You know, time, like I said, we'll never get it back. Yeah. So like I said, you know, I feel like my time is very valuable and that's why I, said, I just, anything I spend time in, I, I feel like I have to get the most out of it. And I mean, we're not getting any younger, man. Yeah. You I know, mean, like you're Yeah. yeah. 23. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I remember when we were 16, 17. You yeah. know what I mean? When we first started working out together, we were 18. 18 years old. Yeah. I was 18, you were like 17. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. So, yeah, man, like I said, man, it's just man, time Time goes by really fast, man. So, take advantage of, you know, everything at the time. You know, while you're young, man, do what you want to do. Because when you're older, man, it's harder. When you have a family, you have kids, wife, you know. A lot more responsibilities. A lot more responsibilities and a lot, more pe- a lot more people depending on you. Right now, I have nobody depending on me. You know what I mean? I still help my mom out, take care of her, you know, my siblings, you know, which mean the world to me. I do all of that. So you're and- the sugar daddy for all the, for <laughs> your family. My household, man, I take care of them, man. You know, Christmas, birthdays. No, especially. I'm just saying I didn't get no Christmas present. <laughs> so you, so you didn't take care of everybody. I was still thinking about it. I really was thinking about it, but this year I get you something. Uh, damn for that. Uh, shit, I was I was thinking about it this. I was swear to God I was thinking about getting you a gift. I just didn't know what. I don't know what, but I I, 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 just, I like Cartier. You know. Oh uh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got I gave somebody a Cartier uh, before and I regret it. 
Yeah. Nah, I don't forget. I don't forget it, but I just. It's just like five K starting, bro. I'm not. I'm not. I have no. I mean, no contact with that person anymore. So I just. I would regret it. Not gonna lie. It is what it is, man. It is what it is, man. Like I said, we we know we live and we learn, but um. So yeah, man. So like I said, uh, you know, with um, you know, me doing more well every year, you know, I'm able to, you know. Do more things, you know? Give back. Give back, man. You know, like I said, I really, really want to give back, you know. Maybe 2021, maybe at the end of uh, 2021, Christmas time, you know, I would really like to do a, uh, a um, what is that, a toy drive. Oh, that A toy drive, really man. Cool. I really want to, man. And I really, really do. I um, I got the inspiration from this uh, other breeder. He really did it. Every, I kid you not. He probably had 20 plus kennels donate at least five hundred dollars. Oh shit. Five hundred dollars. So just think about it. You know, that's that's it's quite a bit of money, man. Quite up. a bit of toys. Yeah, man. So yeah. you know, like I said, not everybody's fortunate, you know. Little Timmy wants a flashlight. So. <laughs> 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 Fucking crazy. <laughs> but yeah, man, so <clears throat> I really want to do something like that, man. You know, I really want to get back because not everybody's fortunate, you know. Yeah. yeah, it is what it is, man. But like I said, we just gotta help one another, man. We gotta stick together and st- stay as a team. I still stand by philanthropy is like one of the most fulfilling things that you could do in life, like giving back, volunteering your time. Because I remember going to like soup kitchens on Christmas and Thanksgiving, and I would go almost every year. And my mom wouldn't want to go with me. I'd just go by myself. And I remember like seeing these faces on these people. They were like so happy to be getting like a you know a hot plate of food. They'd give me hugs. It's because they were so happy and that I was there with them. And it was it was a very nice feeling to be helping these people out in the time of need. Because, I mean, they weren't they didn't have their families to be there, um, there to give them a hot meal or a home to stay. So it was very cool to be able to give back and have, you know, that satisfaction. And I, I don't get no joy from it at all. Like, I just do it because I know it makes other people feel good. Bro, you want to, like, this is a soft topic, but you want to know, I think, the most emotional story similar to that i was at um here's 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 you know where i'm going back to you know not everybody's as fortunate you know yeah so i was at ihop i went to ihop with a really good friend of mine we went it was, I think it was like two in the morning you know we were just hungry we went to eat and um man i ordered two whole meals you know two yeah, whole yeah. meals for myself because i eat a lot you know and um so, like I said, I had a really big appetite. I finished the majority of it, you know? And, um, man, I kid you not, I was leaving, man. I was driving, and I see this I see this guy. You know, he's just walking. I think he's, he's asking for money. No, no. You know what? He pulls up to my window. He oh, knocks sure. on my window. And I'm, I get scared, man. I'm like, who the fuck is this, man? Oh my man, I didn't have my you know my my firearm on me either, man. <laughs> you I didn't have, have the my, Glock. I didn't have my my firearm on me, man. Yeah, my Glock on my cock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I didn't have my firearm on me, and I was like, man, I was so scared. <clears throat> but then he asked me, he was like, man, do you have like he was he spoke Spanish, you know, translating, you know, for y'all. He was he asked me, you know, if you have anything, did I have anything, you know, to spare, you know, money, a dollar, whatever, <clears throat> or any food, and I was like, man, like. I was like, okay, you know, at first I just thought it was, you know, the homeless person, you know, asking for money or food. <clears throat> I gave him a plate and I had like pancakes, eggs, you know, a few other things. And my friend had just uh, gave me his leftovers too. So I gave him both, you know, we gave him both uh, boxes of leftovers. And, uh, man, I kid you not, this dude, I promise you, he opened it. He started just 
putting his hand in there, started putting it in his mouth. He said he hadn't eaten in like three days, man. That's sad. He he hadn't eaten in like three days, man. And I was like, I was and I was watching him eat it too. I gave him the drink. He just sipped it. He literally chugged it. And I was like, man. And I really played close attention to him because it was dark. And I was like, man, how old are you? He said, bro, I'm 17. No way. I was like, oh, bro, I kid you not, bro. I He walked away, man. I started crying, dude. I was like, what the fuck? It was my sister's age, man. Yeah. It was my sister's age, Could bro. Could have been your sister. Bro, I was like, fuck, man. And, and, so then, and so then I was like, man. I was like, you know what, man? I was like, I, I get children. I gathered everything I could in my car. I gathered, like, I think, like, probably like $75 I had in my car. I had like two colognes. I got seventy five dollars in the car, though, <laughs> To be fair, like what? No, listen, I have my wallet. Uh, maybe a dollar. In my, in my wallet. In my wallet. In my okay. wallet. Seventy five dollars in my wallet. Um, uh, I had a uh, like two colognes. I had like deodorant. I had um, a, like a about like a dozen of water bottles. I got on my backpack. I gave that kid my backpack. I put everything oh, in. I dumped everything in the backpack and I gave it to him. And I was like, "Here's." I was like, "I was like, where are you from?" He's like, "I'm from Mexico." I, I drove back to him. I was like, "Where are you from?" He's like, "Mexico." He's like, "I walked here." And I was like, "Man, oh, yeah, dude. He he didn't eat in three days because he had walked from Mexico to here. You know, three days straight without eating or drinking. He's pretty fast, man. Man, but yeah, this I know this kid was here. You know, he had no, he had all, you know, no bad intentions. So. Man, right then and there, man, I was like, I, th- I really changed my eyes. They opened my eyes too, you know? Yeah. And, um, you know, like I told them, um, I told them, man, just, you know, keep working. You know, I kid you, I give them 75 bucks, you know, cologne, deodorant, water, you know, all that I had at the moment, you know? And, um, yeah, man, like I said, right then and there, I was like, man, this kid's 17 years old, man. This kid's 17 years old and he's here by himself, by himself. That's why. You know, man, it, it's, it sucks to see, but man, you know what? That kid has a heart. He he's hungry, you know. Yeah. He's ready. He's ready to make a difference here, and I really wish I knew where he is now. But where he, where you know where he is now. But you know, like I said, I'm sure he's doing well now. You know, I'm sure yeah. he's probably in a better place. People Not that, better. People that better position. come here and do that to that extent, they're never gonna be like unsuccessful in that sense. They might not have like a Lamborghini or something like that, but like they always make it away from themselves. Because I mean, that's the hard work ethic. You know, it's like of coming here, looking for a better, a better place to work. I was mm-hmm. like, that's more opportunities. Yeah, exactly. I was like, they these people, they're very. They want hard. better. Yeah, they want, they want better. better. For... And I was like, not many people have that mindset here mm-hmm. in the U.S. Yeah, man, a lot of people here take it for you know, take things for granted. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like I said, that's always always really good to give back. You know, really good just to pay pay attention. To, you know, to things around you and just really appreciate everything that you have because. And one day it could all be gone too, man. Yeah. One day at the end of the day it could all be gone. So, yeah, man. Aside from that, man, you know that was that was uh, probably the most touching the touching uh, uh, experience I've ever had. You know, when it comes to you know learning more about just you know just I learned a lot by being unfortunate. You know what I mean? Yeah. People being unfortunate. Yeah, that really opened my eyes. But um, yeah. So there there always talks about this time of when an entrepreneur shit hits the fan. And there's, you know, it's like, there's no going back and you only go forward from there. I was like, you know, it's like, there's always that rock bottom before you start hitting the top. What was that moment for you, you would say? Um, that moment was March, 2018, March, 2018. I had this female, her name was Allie. Very, very gorgeous cream, uh, female. She, uh, man, it was, I still remember the day like it was yesterday. 
she uh that was actually my first letter that's when I had my very first letter and um you know she was due I had scheduled a c-section for her appointment on um Monday and uh, it was Sunday and she started like panting she started nesting outside Sunday afternoon What's nesting nesting when they dig um whether it's outside they dig in the ground they just dig kind of like you know build a nest you know like oh. just you know like a like a like a bowl I didn't know dogs do that. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. They do that. So just like when um, you know birds, you know they build yeah, a nest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So same with dogs, but they just dig. And um, so yeah, so she started doing that, and I was like, man, I was like, this is not normal, you know. And I called my uh, one of my mentors, and he was like, yeah, she's a be, she'll be okay by the morning. So I listened to him, you know, not me not knowing anything. I um, you know, I went, I go to sleep. I wake up at five in the morning, man, five in the morning, and um. I hear puppies crying and not like I know the difference between a puppy and an adult, you know, I hear yeah. puppies crying and I'm like, hell is this? Dude, I get up, I see two two puppies on the ground. One is dead, the other one is alive, and I can see her trying to push out a third one. Man, that was probably the one of the worst man, it was that 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 that, that just watching that was probably one of the most uh traumatizing uh, images I've ever seen, you know, when it came to breeding. Uh, like I said, it was just so sad for me, man. I literally broke broke down and just felt like giving up, you know, right then and there. I really felt like giving up, man. It was just probably one of the hardest things I've ever had to go through. You know, I seen that puppy, uh, one of the puppies dead, and then one puppy alive, and the last one she was pushing out, she pushed it out finally, and it, was, uh, it, was, it wasn't alive anymore. So, you know, two out of three puppies, you know, didn't make it. And, uh, man, I was stuck with uh, Adley and, um, you know, her one, one puppy, you know. And I wasn't upset or nothing. It's just, it was just really sad. I was really, really sad and just heartbroken. And, like I said, that was probably the, probably the bump for me. One of the one of the bumps for me. One of the biggest bumps. Uh, I felt like it was rock bottom. And, um, so, yeah, so then, you know, the, 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 the one that survived was a male. I counted Bruno. You know, he was, he was... He started growing, you know, doing very well. And I actually uh, sold him once he was eight weeks. And kid you not, maybe two, three days later, they, uh, the, the, the owners, the family messaged me saying, hey, um, I think so, this dog is deaf. And I was like, deaf? What do you mean deaf? And they were like, yeah, like he's not responding to any, he has no reaction to any sound. And I'm like, man, I'm like, you sure? They're like, yes. And so I did my research and... Um, yeah, and then I seen the puppy in person, and I was like, yeah, you're right, I think he is deaf, so I'm like, man, I lost two puppies, and then one of the puppies that made it, you know, was deaf, and I'm like, I'm like man, I'm like, man, I'm like, shit just wasn't, shit just wasn't going well for me, you know? Yeah. So, I was like, man, it's just, I had to, you know, compensate them of, you know, with some money, and I had to give them some of the money back, because I didn't feel right, and man, I just, man, the first letter I had, man, was just really, really hard for me. But, um, yeah, it's, you should have been there, man, to, to feel the emotions that was running through the air, man. It was really, really was hard. It was a long eight weeks, man. How are you feeling? How was I feeling? Yeah. Uh, man. So, I mean, if I was, I was there, explain it. I was, I was sad, man. I was sad all eight weeks, man. Every time I see that puppy, I think, I think about the other two puppies that could have been there also, you know? Yeah. I could have thought, I could have think, you know, I was thinking just about all three puppies, you know, that could have been, they could have made it together, you know, grew up together and all three went to separate homes, you know, or even... Together homes, you know? Yeah. Two or th- all three of them go to the same home. Um, but yeah, man, and it's just 
every time I had to stare at the puppy, man, I thought about the deaths of the other two puppies. I always thought about the the, the thought of the other two puppies uh, passing. That's the weird thing about you know selling dogs, really something that's alive. Is with the product if it's damaged, like no issue, you know. Oh, but when you have a damaged dog, that's like this is why, like, I know this isn't for me. I was like, because man, I, I'm a crybaby. I was like, you know, this ever since I was little, I've always been a crybaby. Yeah. And so it's like, I can't imagine seeing like a dead pup like that and just like not oh, like it. It's, it's, hard. it's something that I couldn't do, this, man, personally. Yeah. It, it's, it's hard. I'm not gonna lie to you, I'm not gonna say it gets easier um, as time goes on, but you learn to cope with it more, you know. I, and now I, I can cope with a lot of things now. I, I can cope with a lot of things, but there's still some things that hit me hard like a truck. Like, that litter of eight that I lost, man, I don't think I had taken a... That was a big hit, but I, it was a probably the biggest hit because I had been doing so well, you know, all 2020, 2019, 2020, 20, the beginning. In the first month of 2021, I took that big hit. That was the big hit, biggest hit I took in two years, you know what I mean? And especially that was right after the best two years that I've had, you know, but like I said, man, we, we all come back, man. We all come back and just, you know, just keep moving. Yeah. Just, you know, just like in life, business, same thing, you know. That's good, man. You know, it, it's always good to have that positive mindset into it. It's like there, it's, it's, it's like I said, I was like, with that, you're never going to, um, with the life commodity, you're always going to have use those, like, where it hits a lot more. Like, especially with my candles. If a candle comes out fucked up, I'm not too worried about it. I'm like, melt that, melt that whole back. I was like, and then we, we start again. But you can't start again. Like, yeah, you're not, yeah, you can't be out. 10 to 30 grand, you know, with yeah. one candle. 10 to 30 grand. You can't be out 10 to 30 grand with one candle. Way to flex on me, dog. No, no, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. No, I'm just saying, like, yeah, if you lose one puppy that's potentially $30,000, man, you've lost yeah. the opportunity of making $30,000. That's what just some people make in a year. Allow that. Try try, try swallowing that thought. You know what I mean? Try yeah. not swallowing that thought. It's not a good It's not a good thought to swallow. No, not at all. It's a hard pill to swallow. Really, really hard pill to swallow. So that's why I'm like, man, at the end of the day, I try not to think about that, though. Yeah. I really try not to think about what I missed out on. I try to think about what's happening at the moment. You know what I mean? I try not to think about anything other than what's happening at the moment and what is alive. Don't dwell on the negative. Yeah, do not, man. And that's a problem I've been having recently, you know, with the recent loss that I had of our eight puppies, but... Like I said, I'm starting to cope with it, you know, cope with it very well. I mean, I, I've seen over the last, you know, with the whole thing, uh, with the beginning of the year happening and now, it's like, you're in, I feel like you're in a lot better place than you were. I was like, you're, I said, life fucking chewed you up and then it spit you out. And now it's like, I see you coming out of it. And it's very like nice to see that you this, like, you know, in these less, in this month or two that, that you've been feeling pretty shitty. And, you know, it's like, it's, it's a good thing to see. Was, it assured me that you're going to be all right. Yeah, man. Like I said, you know, you just got to keep moving forward. Like, I have a, you know, I have a flight to catch tomorrow morning to Portland, Oregon, you know. Um, I'm going to make the best out of that trip. You know, I have my videographer, you know, flying with me too. You know, uh, we're going to shoot a lot of nice videos out there, man. A lot of nice videos, pictures, you know, just good stuff. You know, we recently, you know, we had a video. I didn't know. Uh, we did a video in Boston. We sold a puppy to, uh, to a prince in a, a prince of a Middle Eastern country. Oh, shit. Yeah, so. Prince Aladdin? No, <laughs> he's uh he's uh he's the prince of a country in between Dubai and Saudi Arabia. It's called um, uh, what's it called? I forgot the name of the country, but um, yeah, it, it's it's a country that sits on uh, oil. Okay. It sits on oil, so Money. man, loaded, loaded, loaded. You know, this kid, nineteen years old, three hundred fifty thousand dollar Porsche. God damn. Yeah, nineteen years old. Yeah, so yeah, so just man, but like man, like I said, man, you know. 
it, it, he bought the Draghi as the, 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 he bought a Merle. Oh, you know, yeah, the, the one that, oh, yeah, ones. he bought the most expensive one, you know, and had no questions, you know, about the price or anything. So, and we did a video out there, and I know you've seen the video. Yeah. You know, it's a really nice video. I think that was the first video that we did professionally. Yeah. Yeah, so that was the first video we did professionally, and like I said, we're working on a third one tomorrow, you know, on the, the trip to Portland. But like I said, man, there's a lot more things to come. We went to L.A. in uh, November. We went to Portland, Oregon last year also. I went to Vegas twice last year. Oh, shit. Yeah, I uh, offer dogs, too. Where else? Um, yeah, I went to a few other places, man. A few other places, man. So, yeah, like, so we're, we plan on going to Hawaii later this year. No way. Yeah, Hawaii. Yeah, I've met a flight attendant. I met a flight attendant um, at the airport. Uh, and uh, who's crazy is I ran into her twice. Oh, shit. Once in, 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 the, in the span of two months. Oh. Once in uh, Houston and the other in Portland. And oh. two in, in this. You'll cr- meet her tomorrow. Maybe we ran into each other at T T T S A. Oh, okay. T C T S A. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, man, it was crazy. And she was like, "Wait, you're Ace Slayer?" I'm like, "Yeah." And so yes, yeah, so, so later this year we're gonna, you know, she's gonna be get a dog for me. So I'm gonna be um, going to Hawaii if you wanna come. Shit, I might not uh, take you up on that. Yeah, if you wanna come, man, you know, like I said, I'll take care of you, brother. That's the only place they're like, hey, what part of the island are you from? Hey, 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 and we go in the summer, that's your Christmas gift. <laughs> <laughs> that's your Christmas gift. Shit, I'll take that Christmas gift. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, so like I said, we're going to a lot of places, man. And, um, you know, uh, yeah, man, we're going to a lot of places, so I'm, I'm looking forward to it, man. Really looking forward to it. And uh, you know one thing? I never traveled, man. I never traveled. And who would have thought that I would have been traveling the whole U.S., the whole nation, you know, with for dogs. And I enjoy every single bit of it. But I'm not going to lie to you. Them flights do piss me off sometimes. <laughs> and that's why I only fly with United, man. I only fly with United. I flown with Spirit once. and I also was Never like- again. I was like, fuck that shit, bro. Never again, man. I remember one time I was flying with Spirit. They said, hold up. This flight's going to be delayed because we're having electrical problems with the plane. <laughs> and I said, yep, never again, man. And also, those seats are, like, really fucking narrow, bro, like, big time. It's just, like, I felt yeah, like... Yeah, you, you have no room. Yeah, I'm, like, a, kind of a bigger dude, so it's, like, the, I had this fat lady right next to me and my girlfriend <laughs> on the other side. I was like, God damn, bro, I feel, like, claustrophobic as hell. <laughs> Like, these ladies with legs all over me. I'm like, man, man, fuck this shit, bro. Man, yeah, I, I just can't do it, man. You know, I get claustrophobic, and it's just, it's, it's something, it's just not my thing, man. So, like I said, um, yeah, man, like I said, you know, we're traveling the world, man, doing a lot of big things. So, we're, uh, we're currently selling, we're going to sell uh, pups to uh, celebrities. Really? Yeah, celebrities, man, celebrities. What celebrities? Uh, Sauce Walker, um, D'Anthony Thomas. Oh, uh, really? uh, He's a player for the Chiefs. Cool. Um, who else? Uh, Sauce Walker, D'Anthony Thomas, um, Tay Keith. Um, uh, Tay Keith on him? Mm-hmm. Tay Keith fucks niggas up. Uh, who else? It's funny. Like- when, I, um, when I got into that fight at Spire that one time, mm-hmm. I was like, uh, we were saying that we about to take, take Keith on your ass. <laughs> Tripping, man. Shout out to Tay Keith. Tay Keith, shout out. Shout out to all of y'all, man. But yeah, man, like I said, we... Uh, we want to sell. We want to sell to celebrities, you know, all these big time people. Who do you want to sell to the most? Man, you know what, man? Um, I wouldn't even sell a dog to this guy, man. I would literally give it to him for free. And I think you know who I'm talking about. Uh, yeah, because I do my research beforehand. Yeah, man, the Rock, <laughs> man. Like I said, I I hope you heard the first podcast. But if you didn't, listen to this one. This one, this podcast is gonna be the future. 
you know, raw podcast, you know, Joe Rogan type of shit, you know, and uh, like I said, you're even bigger, man. And like I said, if you listen to this, man, I know you have three Frenchies, but no ace line quality Frenchies. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I will give you a fucking doctor. Fucking me? no, fucking the rock. Oh, I was <laughs> hit, like, me shit. hit me I up. Take it, <laughs> hit me up. Hit me up. You wouldn't take it even if it was free. Yeah, but man. now the rock, man, if you can uh, if you hear this shit, man, hit me up, man. I'll be more than glad to go take the dog to your mansion, whatever, man, and drop you know, hand them to you personally. No, you know what you should be your only condition is? What? You can work get to work out with them. Man, bro. That would be dope. <laughs> Man, that would actually that actually would be dope, man. I, yeah. I, that's something I would really like to do, man. Because you know, you and I have always been into fitness, man. You know, and uh, you know, our father. You know, yeah. You know, was, I, I feel like it's in our blood. It's in our blood to work out, man. You know, unfortunately, it, yeah, hey, 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 but man, that's my getaway. Yeah. That's my getaway, man. That's my real. It's my getaway. It's our getaway. You know that. Yeah. But um, yeah, man. Like I said, I would love to catch a workout with them, and I would love to give them a dog. You know, just just say I give a dog to the rock. You know, but honestly, another person I came across though. Cool. I would like to sell a dog to Young Dolph. Young Dolph. Young Dolph, man. Huh. The for the guy, the rapper from Tennessee. Yeah. Uh-huh. Memphis. Yeah, yeah, that dude, I would like to sell a dog to him, man. Why him? He's, man, he's... Man, that dude's... That dude goes hard and everything, man, bro. That, that dude's... That dude's dope, man. That dude gives no fucks. That dude does what he wants to do whenever he does... Whenever he wants to do it. With whoever he wants to do it with, you know what I mean? Yeah. He gives no fucks, man. Like fucking I said, no... Fucking f- in the ass, he's... Fucking <laughs> <laughs> crazy, yeah. <laughs> but, uh... But, yeah, man, like I said, that's somebody I would like to sell a dog to, man. This is barely waking up, bro. No, no, she's like, shit. wait. She's like, you should... This podcast over? It's not yet, yeah, bitch. Go to sleep. <laughs> she farted, like, seven times, bro. I was like, God damn. So I was like, yeah, okay. yeah well, I was, I was, I was like, like, it wasn't me, you. <laughs> Also, to uh, let's see, hold up. Um, uh, let's see, all the celebrities I like to sell to. I love to sell Dr. Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Dude, Aniston, man. Yeah, she's fine, bro. That's my baby. That's my girl, man. That's my wife. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's the mother of my children. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, like, I'm gonna know here, Bianca. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I got no girlfriend, so hit me up on Instagram. Not play, but uh, I'm playing up. Uh, but yeah, man, uh, Jennifer Aniston is somebody I would really like to sell a dog to. Also, she's like 50 now, right? Yeah, man, but never looked any better, man. Yeah. Yeah. Also, Mark Wahlberg, man. I love Mark, Mark Wahlberg. Wahlberg. I like to sell a dog to Mark Mike, Wahlberg. Mike. Bro, Mark okay. Wahlberg, man, you know, like I said, him, uh, him too, um, and uh, boxers. Uh, I would like to sell one to uh, Teofimo Lopez. Okay. And you know what? I am actually, I'm actually got, I got cool with uh, the guy who makes his gear. Oh really? His guy with that guy who makes his trunks and outfits when he comes into the ring. Him and I uh, follow each other on Instagram. We've been chatting back and forth. Oh really? And he's been introducing me to some of the, some of these professional boxers. Bro. He's met Errol Spence, Sean Porter, Teofimo Lopez. He's met. Uh, uh, another he's met a Andy Ruiz, the one who beat oh, Anthony no Joshua. Way. Yes, he made his trunks that that fight that Dude. he beat Andy Ruiz and upset him. He wore those trunks. He wore his trunks that he made oh, for him. Shit. So yeah, man. Like I said, we uh, I want to sell all these celebrities too, man. You know, LeBron James too. Fuck LeBron James. LeBron James, man. But uh, yeah, man. Like I said, um, we want to sell all these people, man. We really want to make our name worldwide and uh, just be known as the best quality Frenchies, man. You know, and like I said. For all for all of you that don't know, man, my goal is um, there's 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 different you know types of Frenchies. You know, there's your uh, your uh, pet qua- frog ones, right? There's frog ones. There's bull ones. There's everything, man. Like I said, uh, there's your pet quality, your show quality, and your extreme Frenchies. I mean, I want to. My goal is to perfect a Frenchie in between extreme and show quality. Okay. 
So in between, not too much and not too little. You know what I mean? So what's an extreme? Uh, extreme uh, is a bow-legged Frenchie. Really? Bow-legged Frenchie, big head, you know, could barely walk, you know. But that's not my goal. I want my dog to still be functional. You know what I mean? I want my dog to be functional, man. Not having to carry that dog all the time, man. Like I said, there's these people that inbreed dogs. And, hey, that's just the way they do it, man. Inbreed, line breed, you know. I, I'm not going to say anything. Most of you in Alabama, huh? <laughs> Alabama. They didn't do it with themselves. When they <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like I said, man. Uh, yeah, you know, like I said, everybody does their own thing. And I'm not going to tell anybody anything. You know, they... I'm staying in my own lane. You know, I have my vision. I'm just going to stay focused on my vision. You know what I mean? But, so, um, what sets you aside from, like, Grinch or, like, all these guys? So it's like, what is the... Um, I feel like a lot of the time when you sell anything, they're not buying it because of, you know, the product. They're also buying it in the majority because of you, who you are, what your brand is, what your reputation is, and all that. What sets you aside from everybody else? And you're you're not only buying uh, a great quality Frenchie dog from Ace Time Frenchies, you're buying me also. You're buying you're buying me. Like a lot of people, a lot a lot of these breeders don't interact with their uh, with their followers, with their fans. They don't. You know they don't. You you don't. Some of these breeders you'll never even know what they look like until you buy a dog from them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Me, I make I, I I make a lot of content with myself in it, with the dogs in it, explaining. You know this is a two week old puppy. Eight week old puppy. This is an adult. You know, I you know I make a lot of public service announcements. You know, for all my followers and fans. You know, I do, and you know, I know you've seen it. I just try to be more interactive with these people. You know, show them who I am, and not just you know let them think, oh, I'm a dog breeder and I just sell dogs, and that's it. Nah, man, I let you know, you know about me and everything. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I give you a little taste of me. Aside from my Frenchies, you know, so you're buying me and the dog. You know what I mean? My yeah. hard work, the dog, you know, it's pretty much all there is to it with, you know, with what you asked me. So, what sets you aside from them, though? Like, what, oh. what is the difference? First piece is, like, why would they buy from you versus they could buy from someone? Um, are, are we speaking just in general? Or are you talking about, like, Grinchies? Or? Yeah. It's like, why would they buy from you versus they, when they could buy a Grinchies, for example? Right now, man, my prices are high, but uh, Grinchies' prices are higher. You know what I mean? At right now, you know, like I said, giving me another year, my prices will be at the same price they are. Because I really do believe in uh, pricing my dogs to what they're worth. You know what I yeah. mean? Really what they're worth. You know, I'm not going to, you know, over overprice something that I know it's not worth that much. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I said, um, but uh, how could I put it? Um, yeah, it's, it's just it's a lot of things come into it, man. Like, you know, compared to them, you know, that's the the... The price difference between me and, you know, Grinchies, uh, Bayline, you know, is a kennel name. And then between these other breeders. And I kid you not, there's people in California, they have so many local breeders. So many local breeders. You know, and um, I've had, I, I sell dogs nationwide because they notice my quality of dogs. They notice my, they notice my quality of dogs are nice, structured. And like I said, they see me. They see me. They just don't see dog page. They they see me. You know. Yeah. They they know I'm not a scam. And you know they see that I love my dogs and care for them, and I'm passionate about what I do, and that's why they purchase from me. And I feel like that's also a good distinction too, because a lot of people like call these uh, kennels a lot, like a puppy mill in a sense. So like mm-hmm. you know where they just kind of like fast breed um, dogs before they're of age, or you know it's like as many litters as possible, and then they just throw them out. 
I could tell you care about your dogs a lot, and you care about each and every individual dog that you've bred. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like that's a, a test a lot to you. That sets you aside from a lot of these two that try to like practice puppy mills and all that stuff. So it's very you could tell that's what you're passionate about, and that you care about dogs' health first, and then you put everything else second. Mm-hmm. And I, um, you know, I see you going up from here, man. I was like, it's it's a very good thing that you're doing here and I think it's only the beginning of it and it's funny because like we talk about it and it's like it's only the beginning but it's been already four years yeah, yeah but you know what I <clears throat> I have the recipe I have the recipe you know I, I have the recipe <clears throat> to to give it to where I want to get at now those four years I was just finding myself and just you know figuring out what I really wanted because it's four years man four years if you think about it it's quite a bit if you think about it but it's an Olympic <clears throat> cycle yeah man but like I said it's not a sprint this is a marathon you know what I mean? I, if I want to sell dogs for six figures, it's going to take a while. Yeah. But when I get to it, oh, man. I'm be like, man, I'm so glad I fucking went through hell in these four years to get where I'm getting now, selling one puppy for 100K plus. You know what I mean? Like I said, it's not all about the money. But to see how far I came, oh, fuck yeah. I'll do this shit again. You know what I mean? I'll spend another four years if I have to. Yeah. You know what I mean? But man, who, how many people can say that? How many people can say that, man? Not many people can say that, man. I don't know. I know maybe like two or three people that can say that. Yeah. You know, I don't want to be the other person to know that I can do it. You know what I mean? But yeah, man, like I said, it just takes time, man. It takes time, man. We're not done. We're not done, man. Still have a long way to go, man. But I also want to get into other different uh, things, uh, you know, different industries. Um, I think uh, I think you, you know about Ace Line, Line Pet Supply. Yes. You know, we're, uh, we're currently... Um, uh, perfecting our first prototype in harnesses, you know, and for our harness, and um, yeah, we uh, we went through one prototype. We're on our second one, and I think the second one could possibly be the one. Okay. So so it really did. It took us some time, but we're finally you know getting to that now. And I would say in the next two weeks we might have our final uh, product, first product. So and it will be available, you know, once our website is, um, you know, once our website is launched for Ace Line Pet Supply. Our other website, Ace Line Frenchies, is currently in the process, and uh, it's gonna be a lot of fun for all these people to uh, use that uh, use that website because we're very we, like I said, we're very interactive with our Instagram followers, and we're gonna be very interactive with our uh, website too. Yeah, so yeah, so you're, you're just gonna have like the website, it's like the dogs available and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Okay. Our studs, our studs also uh, available puppies, studs available uh, upcoming litters. Um, more about myself. Uh, just our travel videos, where we've all been, you know, where we all travel to. Um, yeah, man, we got a lot, a lot of things coming up. So, if you could travel anywhere in the uh, to deliver Frenchie, where would you want to go? Man, honestly, man, I think every, every, uh, every trip to to deliver puppies a vacation for me. So, Tokyo. Tokyo. Yeah. That'd be badass. Tokyo, man. Uh, Tokyo, Tokyo is probably some place I would really want to, or um, or uh, uh, this um. It's a place called Burkai, Philippines. It's okay. a beach. One of the most beautiful, beautiful beaches I've ever seen in my life. And on pictures. <laughs> in pictures. <laughs> i never seen it in person, but pictures called Burkai, uh, Philippines. Um, yeah, that's what I'd like to do. Either Tokyo or, Philipp- uh, or the Philippines. Yeah, that's cool, man. Like, mm-hmm. I love any place in Asia. No, uh, yeah. I know you love Asian girls, so, <laughs> so you, that's the reason you're going. We all know that. But, yeah. <laughs> you love fever, I confess. <laughs> confess. So, um... What is the best piece of advice you would give to your younger self if they were to hear this today? As far as starting my business? Yeah. Or in life, whichever, which, whatever you feel like. Okay. Uh, in life, 
um, learn to be more patient um, in life. Yeah, at first, four years ago, I would tell myself, be patient, be patient, be patient, because I honestly bit, bit off more than I could chew at first. You know what I mean? And then, um, as far as breeding wise, I would say purchase an adult female first, and then speed up the process. Okay. I'm not saying cut corners, but just speed up the process. You know, learn faster. Instead of having to wait a year and a half for your first breeding, I can buy an adult female that's already a proven producer and, you know, just save a lot of time, man. Save a lot of time, man. But like I said, I started when I was, you know, 19, 20. So, you know, like I said, I, I, I'm i still young. Yeah. Uh, compared to these other breeds, man, they're 30, 40, 50. Not, not, not trying to talk crap by anybody, but they're just older than I am. And like I said, I'm like, I see myself as just, the kid that's, you know, ready ready to pop soon. Young, hungry kid. Um, yeah, man. Like, I'm I'm that wolf right there. I'm that wolf coming to take everybody out. I'm coming to take everybody out. It's funny. You call it an analogy of a wolf, but then you, you're selling Frenchies. You're like, <laughs> reality, you're snorting at them and just fucking bow-legged on them. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's uh, that's um, that's the two advices I would give. Okay. Be pac- the patience for, uh, you know, for life. And uh, for, you know, the friendship business, uh, buy an adult female. Yeah, all right. You know, like I said, we're, like I said, if, you know, I'm, I'm here to help anybody. You know, if anybody needs advice, whether it's a franchise or, you know, um, anything else in general, you know, life, whatever, business, whatever, I would be more than glad to give anybody, you know, advice. You know, I'm not greedy. You know, I want to help anybody that, you know, wants to be helped. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I said, so yeah, man, so. Give your heart into it, which is cool. Yeah, man, like I said, I, I learned, you know, man, this world is a cruel world, man. It's a cruel world, man. Everybody's a dog. It's either, at the end of the day, it's either you win or I win at the yeah. end of the day. Either you lose, you know, either I win or I lose. That's it's really how it is at the end of the day. But if you're a team, you ain't got to worry about that because you have people. Yeah, you're helping everybody out. Yeah, man. I ain't scared. If I have a team, I'm not scared. Yeah. No, I trust my team. They're not going to fail me. Or they're going to try their best to help me not fail, you know? Yeah. So... Do you see yourself selling Frenchies for the rest of your life? Um, you know what? I've actually been asked that plenty of times, multiple times, and um, I've been asked that multiple times. And uh, the answer is yes. I will. I'm not gonna say I will be breeding the volume I am now, but I will say I will be breeding Frenchies for the rest of my life. And when I say volume right now, this year we plan on having maybe like eight to ten litters. This year, yeah, that's a lot. But I was kid you not. Maybe in three, four years, I probably only have three to four litters. Yeah, that's quite a bit. It's, it's a significant amount. And maybe, time. maybe uh, ten years, two litters. Yeah. You know what I mean? And uh, if you're making like a hundred k. I mean, from yeah. a couple pups. But I mean, uh, like I said, there's also cones too. Like yeah. I'll have people that cone, I cone a dog with. Yeah. And they'll pretty much be nursing the puppies, doing all that, and I still get half. So you don't really do that much work. I won't. That. Yeah. After that, I really literally want to be able to cone maybe like twenty dogs with other people. Damn, you know what I mean? Nice. You know? Yeah. And so I'm still eating when not doing much. You know? Yeah. Other than prom- other than promoting and you know just other than that, it's not 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 time required by me. Yeah, that's nice, man. Because. I, I've had a, a litter of bull terriers one time, and bro, like, it was so much work to do. It was so annoying. A lot of a lot of piss, cleaning, of shit. shit, piss, crying. Um, you, have to, you have to feed the puppies every two, three hours also. Oh, hell no. Nah. Yeah, like, around the clock. Yeah, screw that, bro. It's like having a whole ass baby. So, um, I know you were saying that you were doing the Ace Line Pet Supply. 
I, what else are you doing? Is, like, are you, do you have like any other hands in the pie, or like what is your other business avenues? Um, I have an online business. Um, what what do you um? What's your online business? Man, it's uh okay. Like I said, this is very exclusive too. <laughs> but like I said, um, uh, uh, your podcast heard it first. Um, hey, appreciate it, man. I have an OnlyFans. And, um, <laughs> yeah, I quit dancing and, uh, you know, I quit dancing mainly because my dog business is taking, taking off and doing very well for me and able to, you know, you know, do a lot for me, you know? Yeah. And, uh, but man, like I said, uh, I take advantage, man. I take complete advantage of everything, you know? So I have an OnlyFans, man. And like I said, many of y'all might feel a certain way about it, but like I said, people pay to see me, man. People pay to see me. You know what I mean? And it's the same aspect of like stripping and all that. It opinion. is, man. It is. Except I don't have to be touched physically. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't have to see anybody physically. I can do it while I'm at home. You know? And that's how it is, man. It's a virtual stripper now. Virtual stripper, man. You know what I mean? And I enjoy dancing. I enjoy, you know, showing my body, working out. I love all this stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, uh, man, I have OnlyFans, you know, top uh, top 5% of our creators right now. You okay. know, like I said, I have a few friends that are <laughs> top point. Zero eight percent. That's crazy. Yeah. So like I said, top point nine percent. You know, it's just crazy. Uh, top one percent all the time. I have a lot of people like that, and uh, man, I just like I said, they take advantage, man. There's nothing wrong with doing that, man. Nothing wrong. I I I, I don't see anything wrong with doing that. But if you're making money, then what's like yeah. what's the issue? With yeah. That? Like I said, man, that's how some people eat. At the end of the day, some people are good at other things, and some people aren't. You know. So yeah, man, I do that. Ace Line Pet Supply and um, Ace Line Frenchies. But uh, one thing I do want to get into eventually, though, my this is my dream. My dream. I want to have my own boxing promotion company. Shit. That is that is the the big big goal for me. I want to seek. I want to go all over the world and seek the best fighters. Not even necessarily the best fighters. Seek the fighters that have the most potential. They could be, you know, uh, what is it a pin in a haystack? A needle in a haystack. Needle in a haystack. Yeah, yeah. needle in a haystack. You know, they might not. Be the best. They might not have the best coach, but you know what, man? You give them the tools. When you give them the tools, they will show, you know, show out. Show out, man. You got to get everybody an opportunity. Everybody an opportunity. If I see they want it and are hungry and more determined than anything, man, when you, when you, when you, when you come across a determined man, man, the possibilities are endless. Especially when he's fighting for his life. Man, come on. Yeah, you know what I mean? The guy's hungry. He's yeah. hungry, man. He ain't got nothing to lose. Yeah. He got nothing to lose, man. And if, and, if he, and if he loses, he has less than what he had before. He's back up. Yeah, man. So, like I said, you got to... Like I said, I like to give everybody opportunities. And, you know, one day when I do get on the status that I want, I want to start my own boxing promotion team and put these fighters on, you know, salary. You know, aside from their payday when they fight, I really want to take care of my fighters. That's what's up, man. You know, man. Like I said, I know you're into MMA, too. Yeah. So, like I said, I'm, if I, if I want to get to MMA, man, I can have my own MMA side, too. And you can help me, you know, evaluate fighters, man. And just whatever, man. The goal, possibilities are endless, man. Yeah. And you can interview every fighter. Yeah, that'd be bad. Every fighter, man. Every fighter. We'll interview them before they become big. You know what I mean? So, yeah. we'll just get a, you know, just everybody's input and just everybody's, you know, thoughts and I mean, like I said, the the the, the future is bright for everybody, everybody in this world. No. You just gotta stay positive and stay consistent, and uh, don't look back. I and mean, when you look back, laugh. That's the only time you should look back when you're ready to laugh. But yeah, man. It's been a journey for you, man. Man, a big journey, man. A big journey, and you've you've seen it. You've seen all the ups and downs. More more ups now than downs. Yes. You know, but 
you still, you know, have a few downs, but like I said, it's just a learning process, you know. Like yeah, I said, you learn from those mistakes and you do. I'm ready. I'm ready for this next litter, man. I'm ready for this next litter. I'm ready for tomorrow. Um, I'm, ready for, I'm ready for the. I'm ready for everything, man. I'm ready for everything. Like I said, dog shows and uh, maybe towards the end of the year. Um, I'm ready to travel too. I'm ready to do all these things. All these things that I never imagined. Because it's Frenchies. Just because of Frenchies. I'm not saying just because, but like literally because of my. Yeah. You know these dogs. You know these dogs are. Man, that's the trend, man. It's a trend. You know, I like guess people love dogs more than they love children. <laughs> I do, for sure. There you go. You're a prime example. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're just more innocent. <laughs> more loving sometimes. They don't give you attitudes sometimes. They shit on the floor. I mean, yeah. kids do that too, I guess. Yeah, man. They do that too. And I don't know, man. It's crazy. So, anybody or anything you want to shout out before we end the show? <sighs> Man, uh, let me uh, first and foremost uh, thank uh, thank you for having me on this podcast. You know, man, um, yeah, man, it's been a long journey, man. And for all of those who um, uh, have been supporting me from the get go, man, shit, I appreciate all of y'all, dude. I really do. And I know there's a handful of y'all that have been supporting me from the get go. And for those that didn't support me in the beginning and that support me now. Fuck you. Nah, 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 nah. Uh, I'm glad you opened your eyes and, you know, believed in me. You know what I mean? Gave me the chance. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not, you know, when I say give me a chance, give me the chance, you know, like to actually believe in me, you know, giving me good energy, you know, liking one of my pictures, sharing it, you know, referring me to other people. And I've had a lot of referrals, man. Really? A lot of referrals. Yeah. And, um, you know, that that means a lot to me, man. I've had people tell me like, "Hey, man, um, I came to you because this guy told me you sell really good Frenchies," and I don't even know. I don't even talk to that person who referred me to him. I just know of him, and him and I follow each other on social media, and boom, right there, sell. You know, quick like that, man. You know what I mean? So, but uh, if any of y'all wanna, you know, if y'all think y'all wanna start, uh, you know, start in the Frenchie game, you know, start the Frenchie game, you know, like I said, feel free to message me, you know. Via Instagram, Ace Line Frenchies, A C E L I N E Frenchies, F R E N C H I E S, you know, or via um, Gmail, you know, like I said, uh, Ace Line Frenchies at gmail.com, you know, um, reach out to me, you know, whatever, man. I, I will get back to you. And like I said, if you want to start something, I'm always looking for partners, I'm always looking for investors, you know, you know, like I said, just I like to give everybody an opportunity, you know. You know what I mean? Like I said, like I said, I believe in giving people opportunities, you know, but you have to work for it and you have to stay motivated and dedicated. You know, but other than that, man, like I said, shout out to my number one fan, though. My mom, you know, she was been there through thick and thin, man. You know, she's, man, she, 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 she pulled a lot of weight. She pulled a lot of weight for me and made so many sacrifices for me and I would never be able to repair, you know, for all the shit that she's done for me. And my siblings, man, for also being my number one supporter, too, man. You know, they, they've always supported me, man. Yeah. Always sharing me, man. There's, man, you, Josh, Alize, Alexis, everybody, man. Maddie, too. They're crazy ass. But, uh, yeah, man. Yeah, I, I really appreciate everybody and all the supporters that I've had. And, uh, yeah, yeah, I really want y'all to stay tuned, man. And remember the name, Ace Time Franchises. I promise y'all. I promise you. Y'all will see celebrities or royal families or just... You know, who knows? Anybody, you know, are going to post, you know, tag me in their Frenchie picture. You know yeah. what I mean? The President of the United States. Man, he might buy a dog for me too. Shit, who knows? He's probably too busy having dementia. <laughs> 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 man, like I said, it don't matter, man. Anybody, man. Like I said, I want everybody to know who I am. 
you know, eventually. This has been a, I mean, we're already at almost an hour and 40, which is like, it doesn't feel like that. <laughs> I know, right? We're going fast. Yeah. All right, guys. Thank y'all for listening. And this has been Ace Line Ventures, and we'll see y'all next week. Thank y'all for listening. Bye-bye.